The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, well, good morning, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat poop. Got some really interesting stuff to talk about Facebook today. I'm still on this Facebook thing. We're not going to let go of it either. We're going to continue to pound them. A little bit of ZZ Top. Hope you're feeling good this morning. I surely am. Going to be an interesting show. Here we go with ZZ. I, I need a shot of something after all this crap. You know, Running Gate Nation, this controversy continues to swirl around how the consulting firm Cambridge Analytica obtained personal data from over 50 million Facebook users. It's not 50 million. It's in the hundreds of millions. Believe me, it is. And basically, these a couple hundred million users without their knowledge and was used to target ads to individuals in an effort to help Donald Trump be uh, elected. But a more serious case of apparent misconduct involves Facebook data going to a different presidential campaign, this time in 2012, when most people didn't even know what was going on with Facebook. And in this case, which is getting far less attention, nobody's talking about this, Facebook reportedly voluntarily provided data on millions, millions of its users to the re-election campaign of guess who? Barack Obama. That's right. Nobody's talking about that. Why should they talk about that? It's all Donald Trump. He broke the law. He did all these bad things. But nobody's talking about Obama. And if true, such action by Facebook may constitute a major violation of federal campaign finance law as an illegal corporate campaign contribution. Nobody's talking about that. Oh, no. The liberals are fine. They do... Oh, jeez. The matter should be investigated by the Federal Election Commission. Yeah, it should be. How come nobody's doing anything about that? Federal law, Renegade Nation, bans corporations from making direct or indirect contributions to federal candidates. That ban extends beyond cash contributions to any services or anything of value. Remember, anything of value. In other words, corporations cannot provide federal candidates with free services of any kind. And under the Federal Election Commission's regulations, anything of value includes any in-kind contribution. For example, let's say if a corporation decided to offer a presidential candidate free office space, that would violate federal law. Did you know that? Nobody ever explains any of this stuff. But God help us with Donald Trump. God help us with Facebook and Cambridge Analytica and all this special investigation councils and the Russian probes. How come nothing happened with Obama? You don't hear anything about that. Corporations can certainly offer their services, including office space and to federal campaigns, but the campaigns are required, Renegade Nation required to pay the fair market value for such services or rental properties or a chair or whatever. 
And according to Carol Davidson, the former media director for Obama for America, Facebook gave the 2012 Obamaable campaign direct access, direct access to the personal data of Facebook users in violation of its internal rules, making a special exception for the campaign. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody. The Daily Mail which is a British newspaper, reported that Davidson said on Twitter on March 18th that Facebook employees came to the campaign office and were very candid that they allow us to do things they wouldn't have allowed someone else to do because they were on our side. The type of data that the Obama campaign was mining from Facebook is a more sophisticated version of the type of data that has long been provided by professional direct mail marketers. And... As, oh, now I, oh, an asshole's calling me. I can't talk to the asshole right now. Oh, I'll have to get back to the asshole later. So anyway, getting back to this. For example, um, any of the personal data on 12 million conserv- conservative donors and activists to whom uh, the his company sends letters and emails on behalf of its clients, he provides information to campaigns looking for votes and money and to nonprofit and advocacy organizations raising funds. Now, political campaigns running a nation must pay for these services. And under Federal Election Commission regulations, giving a mailing list or something similar to a mailing list to a campaign is considered an in-kind contribution. So if Facebook gave the Obama campaign free access to this type of data when it normally does not do so for other entities or usually charges for such access, then Facebook would appear to have violated the federal ban on in-kind contributions by a corporation and thus Obama's campaign may have violated the law by accepting such a corporate contribution. So what about the story currently in the news about Cambridge Analytica using Facebook data for the Trump campaign? While the important legal distinction, Renegade Nation, may be in the way the data was obtained, Fox News reported that Trump camp, Trump's campaign hired Cambridge Analytica to do political research on voters and reportedly to help the campaign target specific voters with ads and stories. So the real controversy now is involving the Trump campaign deals with exactly how Cambridge Analytica obtained the data it used for the campaign. So a CNBC report says that Cambridge Analytica bought the data from this guy named Kogan and his company Global Science Research, which obtained the data through an app and a psychological test taken by Facebook users. The amounts paid by the Trump campaign to Cambridge Analytica for its services and the use of Facebook data are listed are listed in its spending reports filed with the Federal Election Commission. Oh, you didn't hear anything about that. Why should they tell you the truth about anything? They just want to take Trump down and make him look like the liar. Again, it proves that the Trump campaign paid for the services in the same way that campaigns routinely hire and pay direct mail marketers. So the Trump campaign did not get an illegal corporate contribution from Cambridge Analytica or Facebook when it received free access to this very valuable data. So whether or not Renegade Nation, Global Science Research, and Cambridge Analytica violated any Facebook rules regarding this data is not the responsibility of the Trump campaign. From the standpoint of the federal campaign finance, 
finance law, the Trump campaign met its obligation to pay for and report the spending and did not violate the ban on corporate contributions. And look at the mess that the liberal left has caused to say that Trump was doing all this through Cambridge Analytica. It never comes out in the truth. And then two days of, of Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg sitting in front of them, nothing ever came out about this. Nothing. They never asked the right questions. Oh, what are they going to do? Upset the corporate elitist globalist? Oh, really? Well, why didn't they? Why didn't they ask them these questions? So whether or not the Obama campaign and Facebook violated this ban is an open question. It should be investigated by the Federal Election Commission and potentially the Department of Justice. Why weren't these questions asked when they had the hearing with Zuckerberg? Huh? Hmm. The commission handles most routine violations of the law, which are civil matters. Routine? This is not routine. The Justice Department is responsible for investigating knowing and intentional violations of the law, which are criminal matters. Although the statute of limitations may have already run out on this conduct by the abominable campaign, which they kept it secret. Why should you know anything? You have no right to know anything. Just pay your taxes. One thing seems certain. The admissions should provide a sufficient basis for opening a federal investigation of what may have been a serious violation of the law by the Obama campaign in 2012. Ever since Donald Trump was elected president, it is painfully clear, Renegade Nation, that the mainstream media covers liberals glowing and conservatives critically. Now these journalists are spreading false and negative rumors about Trump before any evidence is produced. Americans need an alternative to the mainstream media. You need to start listening to the alternative media. This is absolutely incredible that they'll go after all of these people with no proof. Facebook is really dangerous. If they helped Obama become president of the United States, it's more of a case of the fuss over Cambridge Analytica being grossly overblown. Facebook has already done much worse. The Obama campaign broke the law, and the mainstream media don't, don't want you to know about nothing. Par for the course. They didn't get their way. They didn't win. And now here we go with all this Hillary crap and nonsense. It's just one more case of lawless liberal thinking breaking the law. It's okay. Well, you didn't, you, as long as they break the law, they don't have to tell you anything. Why should they tell you anything? They're going to do what they want to do to get the power so they can control everybody. It's more proof that a liberal is no more than a life support system for corruption and lawlessness. And now the news is all about the Russian bots and the Russian hackers and the fake accounts help, tr uh, help uh, Trump win. And what's the news on the conservative side? Nine years ago when Facebook was young, somehow it helped Obama. Yeah, somehow it did. You just weren't allowed to know. You weren't privy to know. Why? Who are you to know anything as long as they get what they want? But that moron sat in front of the, that Senate committee and nobody brought up any of this. Nobody. Nothing. Why, why should they? Wow. So 50 million bits of information indirectly used and paid for, and the other had a, an unlisted number of Facebook users have their accounts directly used by a presidential candidate without charge. So, yep, that's a big difference. It surely is a big difference. Really? But nobody wants to talk about that. Oh, they're going to cover that up. They're going to they're gonna put that between the sheets. They're going to make sure you don't know about that. But people like us are going to talk about it. It's really, it's really interesting that a Republican did this corrupt thing, but we can't talk about that. Instead, let's find a Democrat who did the same thing and talk about how corrupt he was.
we need to, this has to change. And I think, I know Donald Trump is trying to change this and clean out that swamp. So we impeached Obama's policies when we elected President Trump. We'll be right back. The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. Non-stop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk Radio. My name is Richie. Hey, don't forget Sky Pilot, the classic hits from the 60s, the 70s, and 80s. Don't forget Alex Jones, David Knight, and Toxic Wise-Ass here on the Renegade Talk Radio Network. It's always for your love. Thank you for all the listeners and all the downloads of the past, the past couple of days. <laughs> Give me another one, Charlie. I need it after all this shit. I'm going to bring you a diamond ring. A little bit of the Yardbirds from back in the 60s. You can hear that type of music on the Sky Pilot Radio. I'd like to say hi to all my friends. I don't have many of them, but the few that I have. Hello. Hey, do you think it's time for a uh, divorce? Like, um, the United States to divorce itself before things get dangerous? I mean, this idea of breaking up the country may seem a little bit outlandish right now. But you won't think so once a real domestic unrest comes to your town. And this was um, written by Jesse Kelly. It's very interesting. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. The Declaration of Independence... July 4th, 1776. I want you to really listen to this very, very carefully. It's very well written, and it needs to be exposed even further, and we're going to do that here at Renegade. Divorce is hard, but it's easier than cutting the brake lines on your wife's car. It is long past time for an amicable divorce of the United States of America. There is simply no common ground with the left anymore. We are now... The couple's screaming at each other all night, every night as the kids hide in their room. We cannot come together, but we do not have to live like this. The history of the world is nations breaking up and redrawing their borders. If we want to avoid this political divide turning into a deadly one, we should do likewise. Stop clinging to the past and acknowledge where we are as a country, not where you want us to be, not where things were when your grandpa was storming the beaches of Normandy, where we truly are. We are a nation hopelessly divided. We are more divided now than we have ever been in our history. And before you start screaming at me about the Civil War, keep in mind that bloody conflict was fought over one major issue. And in those days, take 10 families from New York, take 10 families from Alabama, put them all in a room, and you'll find they are mostly had the same values and bad accents. And now fast forward to today and do the same and do that same thing. Those families have virtually nothing in common. We as a nation have 
polarized and separated from each other. And anyone who thinks this is a radical idea has an extremely narrow view of history. If you don't believe me, go try to book a plane ticket to Czechoslovakia or look at a map of Europe from the year 1600 and then look at one today. You see any differences? Borders move, countries split, they change hands, and they do this for a lot of reasons. Ours would be a major cultural shift toward the left and half of the country refusing to go along with tyranny. I have been championing this idea for a while, and it appears others are catching on. Just last week, a group of lawmakers in South Carolina introduced a bill that would allow the state to secede if the federal government starts seizing guns. Why would those lawmakers even be worried about such a thing? Because Democrats are saying it, and not just same hippie chick with armpit hair at a vegan rally when a former justice of the Supreme Court of the United States calls for a repeal of the Second Amendment, we should take the left seriously. The GOP has many problems, but the Democratic Party has turned into something completely un-American. The United States was founded on two things, geo-Christian values and a very limited federal government. The entire platform of modern Democrats stands completely opposite both of these. This is the party that booed the very mention of the word God at their 2016 convention. This is the party where whose candidates openly joke about killing anyone who won't turn in his weapons. Their senators joke on national TV about killing the U.S. president, and the host responds by clapping like a seal. The 1960s countercultural liberal protester who just wanted free weed and an end to the war in Vietnam has been replaced by a man who hunts down Steve Slalom and tries to kill him at a baseball practice. The left is not playing games. They are getting bolder and they are getting more violent. They have no interest in rational compromises like all authoritarian ideologies. They want you to bow down before them or be destroyed for daring to resist. If you believe in God and limited government, here are the entities that now proclaim their hatred of you in full view of the public. The Democratic Party, media, Hollywood, the public education system, and now even corporate America. The GOP may have the House, Senate, and presidency, but we have completely lost the culture war. It does not have to be this way. There is a difficult but ultimately peaceful path that ends with everyone getting most of what they want. We divide the nation in two. We can and will draw the map and argue over it a million different ways for a million different reasons, but draw it we must. I've got my own map, and I suspect the final draft would like look similar, and I'll put this link on there for you so you can take a look. Now, people say both sides disagree on everything, but that is not entirely true. A mass shooting happens at a high school in Florida. Both sides do agree something should be done. People on the right think we should increase school safety. People on the left think we should restrict the gun rights of every American citizen. And they try to destroy the career of anyone who disagrees. Illegal immigrants are pouring across the border. The right calls for increased border security. The left offers them sanctuary cities and protection from federal enforcement. 
Every issue plays out the same way, and people on the right will only accept this kind of abuse for so long. Sooner or later, the left-wing rage mob will start coming for the careers and lives of any normal American who sees things differently. This idea of breaking up the country may seem a bit outlandish right now, but you won't think so once real domestic unrest comes to your town. Our political disagreements have become a powder keg, one that already have been blown if conservatives had liberals' emotional instability. Nobody is expected to cheer for the split. Cheering is not normal reaction when couples get a divorce. We cheer for old married people on their 50th wedding anniversary. But life, life is imperfect. Life is hard. We both now agree that living under the other side value system is wholly unacceptable. The most peaceful solution we Americans can hope for now is to go our separate ways. Let us come together one last time and agree on one thing. Irreconcilable differences. Did that make any sense to you, Renegade Nation? Are we headed that way? Or can we come together as one country, strong, mature? And on that note, you have a nice day. My name is Richie, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio, Las Vegas.